This is the Humerian Health Podcast. Spilling our guts for the well-being of yours. So one of the things that we get a lot of questions about is, can we get our probiotic um, input from things other than supplements, from a liquid, from pills, things like that. So we've done, I've done some research at least on yogurts and kefir and different um, supposedly probiotic rich foods. I think they are probiotic rich. I just wonder sometimes if they are completely what we need or not. And so one of the things we thought would be interesting to talk about is probiotic rich foods and also supplementation and how they work together Mm -hmm. and can contribute to your overall health. It, it isn't probiotic like the every uh, every other word related right to healthcare anymore. Yeah, we, it we, seems like it. We interview a, a medical nutritionist, and she's talking about even in cancer. One of the first things they talk about is probiotics because yeah. it helps the gut and helps the immune system, helps um, um, inflammatory patterns, et cetera, et cetera. So, probiotics is something that most of our listeners are hearing a lot about. Probably very confused as to delivery, quality types, whether you can get enough from your food. Do you have to have it in a capsule? Is liquid better than another? There's a million things associated with probiotics. But what we do know is the research says it's important, really important. Right. And what what Pinterest says is there's a lot of great ways to make smoothies. (laughs) And so as a personal recipe searcher and Mm -hmm. smoothie maker, um, we have actually identified somebody who might be able to help us better understand some of these topics. And he has recipes in his book, and that made me really happy. So he's an author. <laughs> he's an author. He's an author. And a chef, apparently. And a chef. I, yeah, it does mm, seem that way. Like and he it. seems to be a little bit of everywhere on the news anymore, so yep. I don't know how he's doing it, but he's showing up everywhere. Yes. So let's bring him in. Let's. Dr. So- Sharma. It's nice to have you with us today, and uh, we want to talk a little bit about your book, uh, The Pursuit of Gut Happiness, which is a unique name. I think it says exactly what it means. So first of all, welcome to the Humarian Health Podcast, and just we're just happy to get a chance to, because you and I talked probably about well, four to six weeks about ago about getting this started, and uh, finally we have and you on, so thank you. Hey. Thank you for being on. Oh. Thank you so much, Sean. Uh, thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be on your show. Thank you. Honor? We don't have many people honored <laughs> by Amy and I, but that's okay. I like it. It's very nice. Uh, yeah. But let's, let's, let's just talk about um, kind of the basis of the book itself, which is gut flora. And maybe you can kind of give us some. Um, and you're a medical physician. Your specialty is GI, correct? Yes, sir. I'm board certified in gastroenterology okay. as well as internal medicine. So totally your field. And but what the, what's unique about this is to actually have someone in the medical profession specializing in GI and actually talking about gut flora and diet as a primary uh, part of keeping people healthy. Because hey, for many many years you just didn't hear that, and it's it's refreshing and it's wonderful. Uh, so it's it's going to be an enjoyable interview just to talk about gut flora and what you found out. So let's talk about gut flora. Great. Well, thank you so much. So, uh, yeah, you know, uh, a human body has about 100 trillion microbes in the GI system. Now, the GI system or, or the gastrointestinal system is anywhere between 18 to 22 feet long. And uh, most of the gut is the small gut, and then we also have the large gut known as the colon. Most of the microbes, also known as the gut flora, that live in the colon. Now this flora is mostly bacteria, but we also have some yeast. 
and also some small viruses that live in the gut as well. So that's what the gut flora is. These are microbes that live in the gut, and they're active. They're not sitting idle, you know, lazing around. They're active. They actively ferment the food. You know, they are actively breaking down toxins. They're actively breaking down complex molecules of a diet and creating byproducts. And a lot of these byproducts are actually helpful for the gut ecosystem. And uh, they actually help you maintain a good pH and healthy mucosa of the gut. And healthy mucosa of the gut acts as healthy soil for your garden, right? I mean, mm-hmm. if, if our gut is a garden, if you have healthy soil, then you'll grow beautiful flowers and they'll keep your flower, you know, flower bed beautiful and healthy. So this gut flora, you know, especially in a healthy gut ecosystem, will make sure that you continue to maintain healthy gut health, which in turn will translate into a very healthy and well life. Great. So talk to us a little bit about the different kinds of probiotic that there are. So you said there are yeast, there are viruses, viruses and probiotics. And probiotics. Yeah. Yeah. And we talked about 100 trillion. Now, I know that there's a certain amount that are sold over the counter and stuff like that, but my understanding is because of whatever it's fecal transplants, everything else, when they've actually looked at those things, that there's a lot of different species of healthy gut flora, correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, uh, our gut flora is so diverse that, uh, you know, the total amount of DNA in the gut flora is more than the DNA in the human body. Really? Many, many times oh. more. Oh, absolutely. Interesting. Hmm, I didn't know that. That's very interesting. Okay. Just because the a wide variety of organisms and how many are there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hmm. It's just hmm. fascinating. It, it really, actually, you know, I, I know quite a bit about it, but I, these are more statistics than I had heard. So the idea of that getting um, uh, out of kilter, out of control, um, what, what affects it? What makes it worse? What damages it? Sure. You know, the biggest thing is uh, in, uh, human behavior, which is tobacco use, uh, alcohol, excessive red meat. Uh, that's you know that's human behavior which uh, most people undertake because as you know it's so tough to find clean and healthy food these days. Uh, so that's one. And second is uh, uh, use uh, excess use of uh, 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 medications uh, that can kill the bugs. You know all the excess antibiotics we have been using over the many years. Antibiotic use is the most common reason which is non-patient dependent, like, you know, mostly from the medical community itself. And also some people just asking for antibiotics because they feel it's a one-fix-all solution. So antibiotics, actually, they kill the good flora, and they cause what we call as a dysbiosis. This means bad. Biosis means, uh, you know, uh, flora balance. So dysbiosis causes the gut ecosystem to be disrupted. And that can give you an imbalance of the healthy flora, causing bad flora to grow. Just like I mentioned, you know, antibiotics will, will destroy the healthy soil. Now, instead of growing beautiful flowers, you can have weeds grow. So the weeds are the bad flora that make you unhealthy. And that predisposes you to potentially an, a, a gamut of possible conditions. Am I correct? 
Absolutely, sir. Gut dysbiosis can open up your body to a whole bunch of diseases ranging from, you know, uh, a weird type of autoimmune conditions, gas, bloating, diarrhea, indigestion. And now we have studies even pointing out that your gut flora has a role in your mood, in your behavior, your metabolism. So weight gain, weight loss, all these things could result from imbalance of your gut flora. Okay, so can we talk just a short bit about brain and mood a little bit? I mean, um, it's the research most recently is really tying that together more and more. Uh, how, do, how does that actually occur? How does the gut flora, the GI tract, seem to affect the brain and its function? That's a great question. As a matter of fact, this is one of my, my favorite questions. You Thank know, you. As you know, oh yeah, I love this question. As you know, right, all diseases begin in the gut. And as you also know, there's an old saying that a, that a key to a man or woman's heart is through the gut. So <laughs> I do I know believe. the man is that way. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but you know, if you, if you cook some good food for the ladies, you know, they would love you for that. Absolutely. That's like good the mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially good spicy Indian food. Exactly. Oh, that's See, where I'm going. Um, <laughs> absolutely. Now you're talking my love language right there. <laughs> so uh, our, our gut has almost a... Uh, uh, um, like to say, eighty to eighty-five percent of body's neuro, neurochemicals or neurotransmitters. Gut has a lot of neurotransmitters, and the predominant one is serotonin, which is also known as the happiness hormone. When we eat certain foods, you know, such as probiotic foods, such as blue cheese, etc., or if we take certain bacterial, uh, you know, or probiotic uh, foods such as fermented milk. Uh, the biggest one being kefir, which I drink personally three times a week. This this probiotic bacteria or microbes which are in these uh, foods, they will go to, to go they'll go inside your gut, and mostly it's a small bowel and then the colon. And as they go there, they they create a very healthy mucosal barrier. I mean, they make a healthy mucosa and they minimize leaky gut syndrome and things such as that. And they will produce chemicals and byproducts as well as uh, uh, they may act directly as well on the local nerve endings and they change the chemical balance uh, in the gut. And they do, a, uh, at this time, it's totally, un, you know, not really fully clear because science is so deep as to how exactly they do it. But studies have shown, uh, in, in Europe actually, a study came out where uh, when people were given fermented milk, depressed people were given fermented milk or fermented probiotic solutions, their mood improved, their oral outlook improved. So I believe personally that when you eat this you know, probiotic-containing foods, they, they go inside your, your gut and there's an active interaction w- between the serotonin receptors in the gut as well as they influence the secretion of serotonin as well as other happiness hormones from the gut will then get carried into the brain and they improve your mood and improve your outlook overall. Fabulous. And uh, so I guess we should be giving uh, kefir with an antidepressant. No, I'm just kidding. I believe in that. You know, uh, as a matter of fact, I'm going to give you a personal anecdote. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the last six, seven months or so, ever since I cut back on my carbohydrate intake in the morning, mm-hmm. and I have replaced that with uh, a cup full of kefir in the morning. Because uh, for me, I, I love milk. I love, you know, I love milk and milk products. I grew up on a farm, so I love that stuff. Sure. So every morning, I drink uh, 
to a couple of kefir. And that gives me so much energy hmm. and focus and, and very clean and clear thinking along with the stability of mood and takes away the generous coffee your tea give you. So I, I'm, a, I'm a testimonial of, uh, I'm a testimony in itself that fermented products, especially kefir, they are good for you. And Excellent. I try everything on myself before I put my patients or my followers through that. That, that sounds exactly <laughs> like Dr. Benzinger. <laughs> <laughs> You'd love the back of my office. I've got all these trials. He does. Every time I come else, in, I'm like, what's that over there? He said, I'm trying this out before I. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I if it. I haven't tried it on myself, why am I going to try it on right. a patient? Yeah. Within reason, Absolutely. of course. Absolutely. Yeah, that's right. So, Absolutely. very interesting. So, uh, boy, we hope that in the field of of uh, brain health, that this becomes more common knowledge and more frequently moved on because, as you know, it is not commonly associated. More importantly, hardly anything's ever done in that area. So that is excellent, excellent information. I want to cover one or two more things because, like everything, a podcast is relatively short and we're never going to get everything. So that means that we're going to be forced <laughs> to have to have you back multiple times if Yay. that's okay, Dr. Sharma. <laughs> Oh, thank you. It's a pleasure. I'm, I'm enjoying every second of our conversation. Excellent. Leaky gut is... Oh, you stole uh, my thunder. Oh, you were going to do it? You do it. You do <laughs> no, leaky gut. Okay, well, no, you. Because no, Dr. Sharma mentioned leaky gut yes. as he was talking about the Correct. effect on just your mental mood and things like that. And we've actually had a few conversations on our podcast already about leaky gut and this idea that I mean, is, is, it? It, is it really a thing? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a thing, mm-hmm. but does the medical community acknowledge it or how does it get acknowledged? And, and basically, what, what is it? Yeah, and you specifically list yeah. it. So yeah. what do you consider a leaky gut to be? Just yeah. uh, symptoms, uh, accumulation of something or something of the future that probably will be considered a clinical disease? Great. But thank you. Thank you so much. You know, uh, they're not still pouring in on, on leaky gut syndrome. And, uh, you know, it's again, it's not fully understood. But uh, I, I, always, uh, I always compare leaky gut to a condition called uh, bacterial translocation. Anytime somebody has liver disease such as cirrhosis, we have seen they have increased risk of uh, endotoxins or toxins from mm. the gut. Right. Trans- translocating across the epithelium into the bloodstream. That's why in liver in liver disease, and again, um, and I have a lot of interest in liver disease because my mentor, Dr. Bruce Runyon, was world famous for liver disease. Uh, we we we've seen that uh, people they get a lot of uh, confusion and encephalopathy-like picture, and that again is is unexplained. Uh, you know, if you look at anything uh, endoscopically, because you just don't see gaps in the mucosa. But recently, I had the chance to meet with uh, Dr. Claudio De Simone in Chicago, and he's famous. Uh, he's the guy behind VSL number three. Him and I, we had one-hour chat, and I could tell that he was getting restless because I kept talking him with questions. And I asked him, I'm like, okay, tell me about leaky gut. Because, you know, initially I had my doubts, too, because leaky gut, you know, people throw it all, all over, and you think, oh, my God, is it true or no? Yeah. So I have come to the conclusion that leaky gut is very real, and that there is actually an increased permeability of the gut, and there's a separation between the gut, gut epithelial cells as well as, you know, the, the gap junctions between the gut epithelium have, you know, there's a gap, and it causes the gut, uh, uh, gut contents or small endotoxins or antigens to uh, get exposed to the submucosa and the lymphocytes and the immune cells in the submucosa, causing things such as, you know, confusions and, and confusion and bloating and, and everything else that may follow when the gut endotoxins are exposed to the systemic circulation. 
So uh, it took me a lot of looking, and like I said, I'm very skeptical of myself as well, and I'm like, is it real or no? So after looking, 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 I'm very convinced that that leaky gut is is true, mm-hmm. and I personally feel leaky gut just means that there's a translocation of toxins, and antigens, or endotoxins across the epithelium into the systemic circulation, causing harm to the health. That's what my conclusion is. Makes sense. Makes it sense. Does make sense. You know, years ago, I, I interviewed a lady that had a book called Bipolar Is It Real? And this was like 23, 24 years ago. Prior to that, there was no diagnosis of bipolar. She said, everybody thinks I'm wrong, et cetera. But she said, it's going to be a condition. Of course, bipolar disease ended up becoming a, a, an actual condition. So you know what that means, Dr. Sharma. Your new book called The Leaky Gut Syndrome? That comes out. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I'll, Sean, I, think you know, I'll, I think it's time for it. I mean, it needs to come out to be, get it introduced and to get it out in the public because I think you're right. I think uh, Dr. Bentley believes you're right. I, I think, I think we're. You're, you're, it needs to be exposed uh, much more extensively. No, thank you. No, that's my. That's what my goals is. You know, that's why as you see, I've seen. I've named my book "The Pursuit of Gut Happiness." It mm-hmm. took me almost two weeks to come up with a name because I'm like, I got to name it as to what people want. And what do people want? They want happiness. But let's backtrack. If you don't have a happy gut, you're not happy. If you have gas, bloating, constipation, diarrhea, you're not happy. And if if one, yeah, if 100 million Americans have gas, bloating, and diarrhea, and constipation, they're they're not happy because they have unhappy gut. So that's why, you know, I came up with the name Pursuit of gut happiness, because we would all would love to be gut happy, but the food we eat these days and what we have access to does not let us go there. So it's a pursuit. Maybe one day we'll come up with the perfect food which you eat and makes you healthy and well, and you have a happy mind and happy body. Absolutely. So one of the things, I, so I loved all of the science in the in your book, of course, but I actually thoroughly enjoyed the photography and the recipes <laughs> towards the end. And I found it actually sort of interesting to put those two things together, although it makes logical sense. I haven't seen many as many medical books have then supporting recipes and sort of lifestyle changes um, as what yours does. And so I'm curious, I guess, why the recipes? It's and, all about the food. Yeah, I mean, just... It's all about the food. I mean, it really almost, if you didn't think that it was a, a, a health-related or medical-type book, it kind of is like a cookbook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I'm just yeah. I'm curious if you're... Are you kind of a chef, a professional chef on the side? Or how did that how did that part of the book come to be? Sure. You know, okay, again, a great question. I love this question when people ask me this question. Uh, I love to eat. I <laughs> love food. And I love food that makes you healthy. I mean, food is a basic human necessity. And if something which you need all the time will make you sick, we have a problem. So the only way we can fix that is by understanding the physiology behind the food, what it does to you when it's consumed and goes inside the body. So as a physician and as a healer, if I feel that the food what people are eating is causing them disease or causing me disease and my family disease, I got to change that and would not be fair to the public or anybody uh, whom I'm healing if I don't change the food. So that's why, you know, I believe in recipes and really changing what we put inside our, our plumbing tube because, you know, what goes in comes out and, and you, <laughs> are, you, know, you are what you eat and you eat. 
what you are. If you're healthy, you will crave healthy things because the bacteria change, your flora changes, your mindset changes. And so if you're a healthy person, you'll crave healthy things. If you're unhealthy, you will crave processed foods and things that will lead to yeast overgrowth and, you know, uh, contribute towards your mental fog. And for people, I'm sure Dr. Bensinger has witnessed that too, for people who have witnessed the clarity of thought and mind after removing toxins from the food, yep. it is very addicting to stay awake all the time. It's an amazing feeling. Yep. And mm-hmm. ever since I changed my diet and my lifestyle to add more probiotics and cut back on the processed foods and even cutting my gluten from my diet, my mind is clear. I mean, my energy levels are through the roof. I drive my staff crazy. I have six <laughs> office staff. I'm concerned they're going to walk out on me. Well, what a nice problem. They're saying, okay, I, I, I got to start taking care of myself because if I can't stay up with Dr. Sharma, you know, he's going to fire me because <laughs> I'm much, you know, it's coming. Okay, so like usual, uh, we're out of time. And Dr. Sharma, I want to thank you for being with us. And I hope, again, you will um, uh, come back and be able to share some recipes and some special Q&As that we have coming up. And, and where, and where? I mean, I got the book, but yeah. where can our listeners get your book? Is that from Amazon? Sure. Or? Yes, so my book is available on uh, on, on Amazon, uh, Kindle, and also Barnes Noble and Nook. Okay. So it can be ordered online, and uh, you know it, it's uh, it's available. Excellent. 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 Um, and also for our listeners, uh, one of uh, Dr. Sharma's books will be a gift, and you can yep. sign up at Facebook. Yep. We'll have a promotion online. Our social media team will put it up for you. You'll just have to follow us on our Humanitarian channel on Facebook, and you'll see it here. Right. And if you have any follow-up questions for Dr. Sharma, please post those, and our social media expert, Christina Conlon, will get that pulled together. We will get back with Dr. Sharma and repost and answer your questions directly. Excellent book. Perfect. Excellent content. Great. Thank Great. you so much for Thank your time. Thank you, Dr. Sharma. It was wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Amazing. So? Okay, I'm going to make all the smoothies in that book, just so you know. I mean, really, <laughs> I had to put it down and check my refrigerator for fruit and things. Did you? <laughs> yes. So smoothies for you, it. and there were several in there for me to actually make. Mm-hmm. And I think some of those you can make in a walk. Oh, yeah. Because if I can't make it a walk, I can't make it. Really? Um, Is that the only cooking you can I know I can do it. I just don't want to. I just, I like short, sweet, tight, Mm -hmm. and eat good food and then get on with the other stuff for our next podcast, right? That's right. Um, Excellent information. Again, we're starting to hear over and over and over gut health. Similar themes, but always something new. Yeah, which the, is great. I think the mind mood. Uh, what Fantastic. A, and, 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 yeah. and most of us listeners probably can say, hey, when I ate really clean or I did the 30 or I did the paleo, right? Me, I, I, absolutely. I, yep, I totally. Cleaner, did, slept yep. better. Yeah, and then, of course, we kind of go off track. The question is yeah. why? Torture? Um, or Maybe we should have why a person tortures themselves. I wish I knew because I would be the one that's like falling off the back of the wagon for the last few weeks and I know it and I mentally I mean I actually I actually do know why it's happening but yeah you get to to a clean state and you feel awesome and you have a lot of energy and then I know. And then, yeah, and then you have to put yourself back on the way. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and unfortunately, there are certain, some people get away with it long term where they think they're just doing fine, but yeah. it destroys your health and eventually the it catches up to catch you. up to yeah. you. Yeah. So anyhow, The Pursuit of Gut Happiness, Dr. I love Sharma. That. Yep. Excellent, excellent book. I have a feeling we'll see one on Leaky Gut in the future. I think we will. Excellent. Amy Baker, Dr. Sean Benzinger. Humarian Health Podcast. Spilling our guts. For the well-being of yours. That's right.
Thanks for having the guts to listen to the Humarian Health Podcast. If you have things you'd like to gut check, send us an email at gutcheck at humarian.com. 